foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. We are created a three-part being, body, soul, and spirit. And the Lord makes it very clear that our spirit is what matters the most. It is by the Spirit that we communicate with God. It is by the Spirit that we worship God. John 4:24 says, God is Spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. So there is a right and a wrong way to worship. Basically, right worship is essential to the well-being and balance. And by the way, the wrong worship can cause spiritual, emotional, and physical harms. So, you know how I'd like to set this up? And that is that the Spirit is our security clearance into a life with God. Oh, okay. you got to explain that one to me. All right. Well, if you get ready to go into an exclusive area, you have to have clearance. Mm-hmm. You have to have mm-hmm. your badge or mm-hmm. you have to, okay. Right. So... Then when we get quiet and be still, the Spirit will give us security clearance to gain access into the holiest of holies for worship. Okay. Okay. Then once you get into the holiest of holies and you are listening in the Spirit, then He speaks truth to you of what the game plan is on how the worship is to take place. So what I hear you saying is that when we are still and quiet and listening for the Father's voice, we enter into his presence of the Holy of Holies. And then the Holy of Holies is like that planning room, like the war room, where we listened without interruption to what the commander, our Lord Jesus, has to say. And then we take the time to contemplate how the Holy Spirit wants to take those commands and move us forward. Sharon, I believe you're evaluating with the right insight. One of the things we have to remember that as soon as we've entered into the war room, it's not something we just go in and get the game plan and then we're off to war. We need to remember that the commander is always there for our good, his good, and whoever he is representing. He's not there to tear down the very people that he is going to be ministering to. Right. But we need to be very careful because we do have an enemy, and we can never pretend like he doesn't exist. And many people don't know how to deal with the enemy, so they sing the song, make the world go away and get it (laughs) off my shoulders. And the enemy says, hey, if you want to do that, that's fine. I can work through that. I can still tempt you, whether it's subtly or Sharon whether it's like a bomb exploding. 
Oh. And we've got some people that have bombs exploding. They mm-hmm. find out one bad thing only to get home and find out there's something else bad. They try to handle that. They collapse and have to make an ER trip. Yeah. And, and it's just bam, 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 bam. And in John eight thirty one and 32, it tells us that if we abide in him, that means we are focused, we are at home with him, we're listening, that he will then set us free from all error. But we have to be abiding in him and then his truth that is given to us in the planning room mm-hmm. will keep us from making wrong decisions. Okay. So we need to recognize that error is like a malignant cancer because it will spread quickly if left unchecked. And we have to recognize that we all are subjected to cancer cells that stay in our bodies all time and do not do us harm. Okay. <laughs> okay. But if they get activated right. because they are bombarded, uh-huh. then they can start to replicate their eras and make more bad cells. And then we have to have a strong immune system to hold those bad cancer cells in check. Okay. So when you talk about the errors that the cancer cells are always in our body, mm-hmm. we are always in this world. Mm-hmm. And so there's things around us all the time. And the way that the world's decisions, their moral values, their moral compass is so way off. And it's infiltrating our lives to the degree that it is impacting us in a negative way. Yes, and let me tell you a little uh, secret on how that happens. The temptations and the overriding of the cancer cells many times get out of balance from our senses that attack us from the outside. What we listen to, what we watch, what we touch and feel. We have five senses. They are what connect us with the outside world to the inside of our spirits. Okay. So if we don't hold our senses in check, then we allow the cells to get overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. replicate in the wrong DNA structure. Now I'm speaking a little bit more scientifically, but then that can create a, a malignancy. And so what do we do to check that? Well, we have to have a strong immune system. And to have a strong immune system, I don't go out and make my diet on something that I know that is strychnine. Strychnine will kill the pain. It also kills me. Right. So we, we have to know how to guard our gates, and our gates are our senses. Okay. So what you're saying is the outside world is infiltrating us. And that, those are like cancer cells, and those cancer cells will reproduce when we get to the point where we just throw in the towel. Yes. But, so, Sharon, we have to know God. If we don't know God, how are we going to trust him with all these other things that we're talking about? He mm-hmm. says the joy of the Lord is your strength. Mm-hmm. But if we don't know the joy of the Lord because we don't know the Lord, then where's our strength? Yeah, exactly. So the point of everything that we're saying here is the fact that you have to be quiet and listen. And I think that what happens a lot of times is in our prayers, we're so busy talking and telling God what we want and how we want our day to go and how we want to feel that we don't stop to listen and truly allow the Lord to speak to us. Can you envision the statement that we are busy 
in our prayer life, so much so that we start to churn and mix our thoughts. Personally, I can tell you that when I start off the day in my devotions, there might be five different people that pop immediately to my mind that I believe the Spirit is saying, these people I want you to minister to. I can get confused on thinking, now what do I say to this one and what did I say to that one? Oh, I remember what I want to say. It's over in this book and I need to go pull it out or is in this scripture. And wow, could this thought work with this person? Could I get two birds with one stone? <laughs> Lord, could I just write one thought and just text it to each one of them? And then it's like I have to just quiet the busyness of my heart and my head even when there is a righteous, sacrificial, desiring to minister heart. Right. And the Lord has to then sometimes still us with his instruction that makes him look more like coming out of Revelations 1 with eyes of flaming fire Mm. rather than the big arms extended that wants to give you a hug like the prodigal seeing you coming a long ways off. So, and and that just brings me to the thought that a lot of times that's the only God we want to see is the one with the big wide open arms to give us a hug. And we don't want the commander in chief. The Lord keeps us in balance. And if we're always running to him like the daddy rather than like the one that will give us commands and lead us into righteousness and holiness, then we're always expecting a pat on the head and and tell us that everything's going to be all right. And while it will be, there are some things that we need to grow up in. It's like bringing up a child to being a teenager and then teenager to adulthood. You've got to give them more responsibility. You can't just keep patting them on the head and saying it'll be okay. Go ahead and suck your thumb. That's right. Now, we have it upside down because to enjoy the comfort and the freedom that we have, we must be clothed with righteousness and holiness and know what those are as the gifts of God as much as knowing the comfort. You can't have one without the other. And Sharon, sometimes the Lord, to get our attention, has to allow the natural things of this earth to wake us up to our need. And some of the reasons we may be experiencing some of the physical afflictions is not a punishment so much as it is a chastisement of child training to wake us up so that we can have the eternal glory of being with him forever. But everything in our natural makeup will take the divine truths that are feel good rather than the divine truths that are necessary to enjoy the feel goods. Right. Well, basically, that's the saying, know your position in Christ. Know what he's done for you. Know the cross. Know the freedom he's given you for having no condemnation. So those meltdown emotions that the enemy sends in, you can just say, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. That's not part of being holy. I don't have to accept what my emotions 
are telling me. Right, and so when we enter into the Holy of Holies, then our worship, our worship is in right standing. And that's why Mentoring Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hart's ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHarts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N-Hearts.org.